0: You're listening to Glitch Please number 86. If you hear something you would like to see from this episode, visit first.roosterteeth.com.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Glitch Please, your weekly gaming news podcast. This week, brought to you by Skillshare, but we'll get to that later. I'm your host, Ben Ernst, and with me I have...
0: I'm Nick.
2: Oh, I'm John. How's everybody doing? What's going on? Just, just wonderful. Good, Just good wonderful. The year's good. We're, we're in it. It's 2019. I don't know. I'm doing fine. doing a lot of gaming. I see so your aesthetic fun. is a uh, quintessential '90s kid. I haven't aged <laughs> since 1999, so that's <laughs> what I'm sticking with, and you can deal with it. All right. Well, we got a we got a ton of news actually this week to talk about, and I really want to dive into it. But first, what well, video games came out in 1999? Top of the top of the news. <laughs> top of the news this week. <laughs> What well, did? Uh, what did come out in 1999? Everything. Who could guess a 1999 game? You think? Super Smash Brothers, Nintendo. Switch. Oh, we fuck you! Of course, <laughs> yeah. Smash came out that year. <laughs> Nick, Smash Ultimate, Kramer. Mm-hmm. Right. That's me. And John, gotta catch them all, Risinger. Yeah. What Pokemon came out in 1999? Uh, gold and silver were almost out. Probably. God, man, I have no idea of dates. (laughs) How old you feel? I actually like wouldn't even guess. No, it's not even age. It's that I don't recall anything out of the year it happened. Like I have no like Gavin, someone who can do that. Be like, oh yeah, we went to that event in 2005. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what I did last year. (laughs) So how am I gonna know what happened in 1999? I was 15. I just feels like gaming has moved so fast. It's only like, what, 30, 40 years old? What was I playing when I was 15? 15, I was a sophomore. I was probably playing. Was that still N64?
0: Probably or was that GameCube. Yeah, GameCube came out
2: in 2001. God so, damn it. Stop
1: with the dates. I'm just feeling older and older as we go along with this conversation. <laughs> Give me your hat. I need yeah. somebody to feel young.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm older than you. I'm mid 30s with two children, so shut up. <laughs> well, uh, first off, what have you been playing? Uh what have I been playing? I've been playing a lot of stuff. I've been, been mixing around a lot of things. Finally played God of War. Oh, oh yeah. good. Oh, all the way through? No. <laughs> I'm like eight <laughs> hours in. How are you feeling about it so far? Uh it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. Good. It's got a great story. Every time I get excited and happy about the game, it it hits me with a sad scene, and I hate it, but I love it. And like Sad dad looks at you with those eyes of wife just died and everything like that. And I'm like, okay, I get it. Sad stuff's happening. But, like, then it's gorgeous and you see a giant tree on top of a turtle and some witch lady comes out of it. It's all good. I want you to recap every game that we... Big hit that we have this year. <laughs> We've got sad dad, death moms, sad turtle trees. and all that. Um, I'm, st- I'm playing Siege. Oh shit, Ooh. I'm playing Siege now. On um, PC, console? PC. Okay. PC. That's fuck where you. you play it. Yeah. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. If I, I can't even play first person shooters very well on PC. <laughs> I ain't gonna go to console, bro. It's,
1: it's really weird if you swap to console playing Siege, just the controls are.
2: Done that. It's weird. Done that with Overwatch. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, I'm just like, this is all my range of looking. I never look up. Don't ever look <laughs> up. Um siege is fun. I'm late to the game, but it's super fun. Um, it's on sale for like 12 bucks. Yeah. It's, a I, morning I, uh, yeah. it's got like six tiers of purchasing um, of oh, like, shoot. D- like really? of different things, ways you can get all the way up to like normally it's 90 bucks for like the gold package where you get all the operators and any future ones. It's like the, the God pack for Smite. Um, and they just had they just like released two operators, I believe, right? Mm, semi-recently, yeah. semi-recently. Um and so, but uh, over Christmas, it was like 15 bucks for that version. So I was like, I'm getting that Shoot. version. Um, and so I got that, and uh, I've been playing it. It's very frustrating to start a new game like that because like there's a million maps and operators, and you have to learn them all very quickly. But I was playing with Alfredo, who's very good about teaching, and he's got a gr- 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 group of people on his Twitch that I get to play with as well that have been really nice um, and like very backpack carrying me through and stuff. But I'm starting to, like, actually contribute and, and averaging high amount of kills each each round and winning a lot of things. I'm um, not doing ranked, all casual. Oh, yeah. And I'm enjoying it. It's definitely um, one of those games for me that
1: I can only play with friends. I can never jump in by myself. Yeah. No, just get immediately, like, murked by someone within yes. five seconds of the first match. Yes. You got to wait ten minutes yes. for the match to finish and roll into the next one.
2: Yeah, but, I think that's probably why it's staying fun is that I have played it exclusively with... Filled-out groups. I have never played it with randos yet, um, and so we're uh, and so I, I play with a mix of like really good to semi-good people. So no one's really like bottoming out or anything like that. Yeah. I'm probably usually the worst, um, but it's really fun. It's very Overwatchy because there's a yeah. million different people with like abilities and stuff like that. Less superhero than Overwatch. where like right. It's and more Eve gadgets and... into an, a Hulk. Yeah. Um, it's more like I put down traps. I'm the trap guy, or like I'm the doctor. I'll heal you. That kind of thing. <laughs> Who's your like go-to op? Um, I,
0: I like Doc. Okay. Um, uh, I always love medics in games like that because I like having that secondary objective besides yes, just killing uh,
2: gives you a feeling of contribution if, even if you don't get killed. Yeah, kills. exactly. <laughs> uh, Rook's another good one because it's like, I put down the armor and mm-hmm. you all pick up the armor and I did something. Um, you literally don't have to pay attention to anything else. You're just like, well, armor's here, you're good, yeah. now I can focus on I mean, the rest else. of the game you need to contribute as well, but at least like at the go, you know you immediately contribute to everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but uh, I'm, I'm actually, I'm trying to force myself to learn all of them. I've been playing with uh, Jack and lesion and frost and glass and all them. Uh, I'm trying to learn them all, um, very Pokemon style. Uh, hmm. But yeah, playing Siege. Uh, I kind of, I kind of want to pick up Raft again. Did you guys ever play Raft? No. What is Raft? You ever play Raft? Uh, early access sandbox game like Water World, where you're you start off in this little like four x four raft, and all you have is a hook that you throw into the water and you pull back uh, debris. Uh-huh. Um, That you build stuff with? And then that's materials for you to build, and so you expand your raft, but then there's this mechanic that there's this shark that's constantly basically circling around you on an interval, about every five minutes he attacks your raft, and you have to kind of get him to go away. And if you don't, he'll destroy a part of your raft. Oh, that's Um, cool. You can go into the water to get stuff, but the shark's there, so you kind of have to keep him in mind. Um, And so you, like, advance your raft up and up and build new things. You also have to worry about drinking and eating and your health. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's right up the alley if you like um, Minecrafty and sandbox games. It's a very cute little cartoony aesthetic. Um, but I played it when it first came out like early or mid last year. And so it's one of those games that since it's early access, I, I was rewatching Funhouse's playthrough of it and I was like... I bet you they've updated a bunch, because those ones like like mm-hmm. Ark. If you go back and yeah. play ARK, it's a hundred percent different now.
1: This looks like uh Waterworld meets mortal engines. It's so. very <laughs> it is, it
2: is, it is um because and, and you if you watch Funhouse, uh, you'll you'll you can attest to the the absurdity you can do of building like they created a raft that was just like eons wide. It was just like they made this plank that went out mm-hmm. forever. Huh. Um or so mine, when I first played through, went, my raft eventually was just like, it was like 8 by 8, but it was like 5 stories tall. <laughs> so it was like f- physically impossible to like actually exist in the real world, but once I got that's to it, because like, there's islands, when I got to islands, just went to the top of my little thing and just jumped onto the island. It was okay. nice.
0: <laughs> I was about to ask, Like I saw they had sails on there. I was, was going to ask if you can There's there's,
2: there's wind, there's a current. Like... There's a current that's always moving you, even if you don't have a sail. And okay. then once you get a sail, you can direct yourself. There's even uh, little uh, paddles you can get. Uh, looks like multiplayer
1: is that like open world it's it's open world it's multiplayer um, but everyone's
2: everyone's like contributing to the same raft it's not versus or anything like that. okay and so it's a super fun chill game if you like those like just zone out throw on some nice music or like a movie on your second monitor Mm -hmm. and just just reel in some planks, that's all I want See, to do. That,
0: that was Sea of Thieves for me. Yes, that was, it was Sea of really Thieves has much more of a,
2: of a combat element
0: to oh, yeah. it. Oh, it's, yeah, it's not as chill yeah. as uh, Raft, He said it was called? Just Raft, it's called mm-hmm. Raft, yeah, early yeah. access game. It was,
2: i I'm sure it's like 15 bucks, um, but I kind of wanted to pick that up um, and play again. Or oh, pick it up, re-download it mm-hmm. and play
1: it again. Yeah, Sea of Thieves definitely has a little bit more of like a griefing element to it. Yeah, you and can definitely kind of add into that. that too. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Sea of Thieves is one of those games that I own, I've never played. <laughs> I bought it when it came out. I never installed it. <laughs> I played it when it first
1: came out, and it wasn't a big fan because there was—it was just full of bugs, and there wasn't a lot to do. But yeah. from what I understand, it's
0: they've f- fleshed they it out. Bugs, but yeah, it's—it's it's really come into its own. It's, it's kind of had a little bit—at least if Twitch numbers or anything to go by—it's had something of kind of like a resurgence. Yeah, I relay. think it was
2: that early people's response to it, it like basically everyone was saying, was "Like, there's nothing to do. It's it was just what people it's same-y. and there's nothing to do." Um, and I was like, "Cool, I'm not going to install this. I'll play it later." But then. Later on, I was like, eh, I just don't care.
1: Yeah, they've they've added a lot. and I know they came out. It has seven point eight thousand viewers right, or yeah, seven thousand seventy eight hundred viewers on uh, Twitch right now. And yeah. it's
0: it's the morning, so I've yeah. seen that number get as high up as like uh, twenty to thirty something thousands in like the last couple of days. A lot of people so. still
1: play it. Yeah, I tuned into to some streamer yesterday, and I it, like they had jumped into the water, and there was some like statue with some kind of like blood diamond. It seemed in the center, and you had to shoot it until it exploded to get some kind of Loot or something. No. I don't know quite know what it was. I haven't was. played that update. <laughs> yeah, it no. seems cool. I mean, it seems like they are adding enough to that game that I kind of want to jump in now. And mm-hmm. I thought I saw some kind of news update that this year they're going to have another like big content drop on yeah, the game. Yeah, like the so, Megalodon
2: that happened a while back. Yeah, that kind of thing. Uh, there's a funny element to these games considering I love Raft and I even love a game like uh, Subnautica, but I have a like gripping fear of open water. And sharks. Oh yeah, and, uh, and enough that when I play these games, it really is like an anxiety issue. Uh, Subnautica was pretty rough until I got used to the game, and it was a lot, a lot easier. But this one, something about the shark is just. Frightening as fuck. For I feel some reason,
1: the same way about just the ocean in general. Yeah. Is it for you? Is it because of just like damn nature? You scary, or yeah. is it because? Okay, for me, it was just playing
2: Banjo Kazooie as a kid, and in the first like, yes. beach level, that yes.
0: shark uh, snacker.
2: Fear of the ocean forever. Yeah. Well, this one, as uh, I, I, Subnautica has this to a level two, and I can't. I think Sea of Thieves has it uh, too, where. It, they they programmed into the game, you know, the lower you go, the darker it gets in the water. Nope. And that just closes in on nope. me alone in my house. And I'm like, no, I need to go air. I need <laughs> air. Like, it's really bad. Um, but you like, with Raft, you have to go underwater to get certain elements. Like, on the islands, they have, like, actual, like, uh, like sand and metal and stuff on the ground that you have to mm-hmm. get. So you have to, like, wage what you can do. You can make shark bait and, like... Uh, 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 you know, uh, uh distract, distract it for a That's little cool. while, That's cool mechanic. but then it eats through it and still come get you and everything like that, so it's just, it's really like, it's, I'm tense the entire time, but I like it.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I could do that one. I feel like I'd be looking around, okay, gather this, gather this. Oh, hey, what? Oh, my raft's gone. Oh, no, where'd the shark go? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, on and you. the raft, because mm-hmm.
2: the current, unless you have, like, you can have anchors and stuff like that, until you get anchors, the raft will always move, and so if you go out into the water, you have to get back to your raft. Can you outswim the current? You can. Until you have a sail, and then if the sail catches, Ooh. it cannot do you. And so there's been a couple times it's just like the, the, my raft is gone. I'm just like I okay, live on this island now. Cool. Or I'm in the open water, and this is me now. <laughs> this sounds like my nightmare. Absolutely um, not. It's a it's a balance of that and really chill, just like working on your raft and growing plants on your raft and and uh, upgrading your water purifier and that kind of thing. <laughs> it's a
0: good game. It's a good game. What are you guys playing? We'll I've talked to you, for yeah, what are you playing? Uh... I have exciting news. I've played something that isn't Smash Brothers. Oh, yeah. 2019, new Nick. New new year, new me. Um, What other Mario game is it? (laughs) Shut up, John. Actually, the plot twist is it's Pokemon Go. No. (laughs) Actually, I have been playing quite a bit of Pokemon Go lately. Um, a good Hone Event going on right now. Get and Mm -hmm. I'm
2: looking forward to that. Uh, I'm so out of Pokemon, I don't even know what those words were. Those are the say. two uh, uh, legendaries from uh, Gen 3 Gen 3 the big ol uh, Like blue Shamu looking like okay. looks like God, an inflatable whale and then red Godzilla.
1: I probably played that back in 1990s so, 19 that was if it was, it was, that was yeah, 2000s. 2000s. That's sure. Real. What
2: are you playing?
0: Uh, I, I got Super Mario Party <laughs> I <a Mario> <laughs> I love it. Listen, <laughs> N- never change.
2: Oh, I see this, you. I this, see
0: you. That's not the only game I've played. Though. Uh, <laughs> Super Mario's Deluxe? <laughs> Shh. No no. No, 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 no. Not, not really. I played I play the original Mario U back in the Wii U days. Yeah. Uh, just borrowed it from work, got my fill of it. Still don't really care to go back to yeah, it. Yeah, if
2: you've played it through, I don't know why you'd pick it up you again. You want
0: to check yeah. out Toadette? With no. that crown?
2: That's not enough to make me replay a game. <laughs>
0: Uh, the other game I played was Uncharted Lost Legacy. Ooh. Ooh. I've got a buddy, John, from Dallas, where uh, he and I have played through Uncharted 1 through 4 together. Uh, more like, for those games, I watched him play, because I'd already played them. He'd always wanted to, so I got to kind of like vicariously, through him, experience those for the first time again, and it was great. And then we, I got Lost Legacy for full price a year and a half ago, and I loaded up for the first time this weekend. <laughs> where uh,
2: is Lost Legacy? Like, I have never played a single Uncharted game, so okay. where is Lost Legacy in the succession of the Uncharted games? Is
0: it the It most takes place after four. Yes, yeah. it's, it's, the, it's the, most the most recent.
1: It's like a—it's not a DLC, but it's like a small...
0: Yeah, it was originally gonna be DLC, I think. Or at least, if it wasn't, then that was at least my understanding of it. But it's a standalone download game. It's not a full price. It's like I think when it originally came out was 40 bucks? I think so, and that's what I paid for it. And then when I p- played it this weekend, it was on sale earlier that week for like 10 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I might as well have just waited for that. Um, anyway, so, but I was waiting for John to have some free time, or for both of us to have some free time, uh, for him to make the trip down here to Austin so that we could just beast it out in one sitting, like we did for all the other games. How long is it? Or how long did it Shorter take? than Uncharted 2, 3, and 4. I it's like suspect. <laughs> including the prologue and the epilogue, I think it's about 11 chapters, where even the first Uncharted game was like 20, and each one was like a little bit longer in terms of chapter number. But uh, it was really good. It's, if you like Uncharted 4, you'll like this. It's, it, there's no Nathan Drake. It's just oh, wow. about... Uh, you play as Chloe, and the, the main hook for me was the chemistry between Chloe and Nadine. They kind of have this really uneasy alliance at the beginning that, you know, after some turmoil and some hard times, it, by the end of the game, they're like besties. And it's, it's a really satisfying arc to watch. So
2: if it's Uncharted without Nathan Drake and you're being a girl, you're, you're playing Tomb Raider.
0: No. No response. <laughs> Isn't Uncharted essentially just Guy Tomb Raider? It, well, it's, it's it's not so much that it's Guy Tomb Raider. It's that it's, like, really cinematic Tomb Raider with, oh. like, a lot, a lot of um, Indiana Jones. Okay. In and what I remember... A lot of it. Like, I mean, big set pieces. Tomb Raider cool not like Indiana scenes. Jones? <laughs> the, the new Tomb Raider became a lot like that, but this, oh, okay, this yeah. is more... The Uncharted games are always more cinematic in that way, where okay. they have, like, the big set pieces, and it's not about fighting a T-Rex. It's about running off of this thing while it's collapsing. That happens a lot in Nathan Drake's (laughs) life. Okay, okay. But this one's got the grappling hook from 4, which is... that makes every game better. It's got the stealth elements, which was one of the best things that Uncharted ever added. So, if you liked Uncharted 4 and you want more of Uncharted 4, I cannot recommend Lost Legacy enough.
1: Yeah, from what I remember of Lost Legacy, uh, I only played like half of it when it first came out, but there was a lot of really cool dynamics between the two characters, talking back and forth as you were climbing things. and Yeah, the banter just like had added a
0: little bit of polish that made it really, really good. Yeah, it's, uh, as far as gameplay goes, it's a lot of just kind of the same. Like I mentioned the grappling hook and the stealth, but uh, you do have at one point this really huge, large open, Sort of area where you can kind of do your objectives in the order you please. It takes forever, but uh, that was pretty fun. The the as far as I can remember, because it's been a year and a half since I even looked at Uncharted 4. But um, as far as I can tell, the big gameplay thing they added was lock picking, which Ooh. yeah, I know it's, <laughs> it's real revolutionary, but uh, advanced mechanics. Yeah, I I actually like the way it was implemented because there were some scenes where. Um, Like no spoilers, but there's uh, or no major spoilers. I know, but there's like a helicopter in one scene that's looking for you, and there's a bunch of like really heavily armored dudes on the ground. But there's these red crates that you can lockpick, and if you manage to do that without being detected, which is really stressful, because you know they're looking for you the whole time. If you manage to do that, you're rewarded with like some really uh, uh, powerful gear that can really help with all that. So the risk-reward element of all that, I thought, was actually kind of interesting. Cool, Mm. cool, cool, cool. All That's right. what I've been playing. That's it? Basically. Uh, Super Mario Party with the wife is fun. We've both decided we really like playing against the... That's characters. a good party game. I've played the, that with the my family. The duo mode is what we've been playing. Like, I haven't even done Just the, the, the rafting play. thing? Or No, not even the raft. Just uh, the, the 2v2 mode, where you can... You roll the dice together, it combines them, and then plus whatever your buddies roll, and then you have to move exactly that amount of spaces. So you have to try to figure out the best path to land exactly where you want. Oh, huh. So I've, I've completely missed that mode. Oh yeah, you should play it. It's if you got if you got a a friend or
2: two (laughs) Joy-Cons. Yeah, just playing by yourself.
0: Yeah (laughs) Well, yeah, I've
1: uh, I've been we're kind of in that awkward stage of 2019 where a lot of games haven't released yet We're like two weeks away from Kingdom Hearts 3 and Resident Mm -hmm. Evil 0 So I've been trying to get through my backlog. Yeah, Resident Evil 2 I've been playing Resident Evil 0 Mm -hmm. because I wanted to beat 0 and 1 leading up to 2 just to kind of remember it Oh boy, the game, the controls on that game and the level design rough. of that game is a little rough. Uh, there's a lot of like a needless uh, backtracking. It has a lot of what was fun with Resident Evil Zero, but, or with, with Resident Evil in general, mm-hmm. but Zero added the mechanic of just a second partner that you had to control with both the thumbsticks. And so every now and then, like, if you're not. You have the ability to hit the back button to link both of the players up, and, like, they'll follow each other and yeah. shoot zombies for you. But if you even accidentally hit that back button, you just get, there's, like, a brief mumble of, like, don't, just stay right here. And so you will accidentally walk through a door and leave someone in a room oh, full of zombies, no. and then your radio goes berserk. I'm uh, okay.
2: I'm good. I'll pass on that. What's yeah, the button?
1: It, it's just the back button.
2: It's like, oh. Yeah, like, instead of, or what would be select, I guess. Um... I've never played through an entire Resident (laughs) Evil game. There's an entire franchise I missed. I have never played Zero.
1: I've played One and, like, Four onwards, but I never played the, like, fixed camera controls Mm -hmm. perspective outside of One. The old school stuff. Yeah. So I wanted to go back and try them just because Two looks really cool, and I know people are really, really excited. Some data miners dove into Resident Evil 2 and saw that there might be a mode after you beat the game where Mm -hmm. it has that fixed camera perspective that you can replay the game through again. Uh, Zero, though, came out on, what was it? Steam, the GameCube, I wanna say PlayStation? Uh, Probably did. Yeah, at some point, I'm sure. Uh, and like, it's, it's been remastered on the Xbox One. Uh, that was fun, was playing through it on the Xbox One. Got the, you start in a train full of zombies, you meet your, your companion Billy, who's yeah. this like escaped convict with a rough past. And you give him a gun, because that's a great idea, and you get to a point where you pull the brakes on the train, it's just the very beginning part of the game. Apparently there's a glitch on the Xbox One where it will completely crash your OS entirely. Oh, That's fun. No. And then have good you glitch. completely good restart the game. So we got like three hours in and then you're like, okay, cool, I guess... Crash the game or you crash the OS? The OS of the Xbox. So crashes. the whole Xbox resets? Entirely, yes. Which, I, which is super weird. I uninstalled the game. I tried to do a complete like reboot and see if there were any updates. Something's messed
0: up what triggers it you just have to you just do that part You of get the to the
1: cutscene where you pull the brakes on the train you go it like pans out And you see the the train start to go off the rails, and then it starts stuttering and you get that like eh! Of the Xbox so there's no way to avoid it. There's no way to avoid it whatsoever How I did tried skipping the cutscene. I don't know uh, so I restarted on steam started playing through it finally beat the last boss last night I don't think I'll ever play that game again. It is if,
2: if you're preparing for two. Why'd you play zero? Chronologically, zero, one, two.
1: Zero and so one. So you're going to
2: play one? Yes, I'm going to play zero and one. That's what okay. I was trying to figure Both out. I know maths.
1: I got two weeks. One apparently does not take a long time to play. It's been forever since i played it, probably back in
2: the 90s. I've played half of four with Andy Blanchard. Four is good. Four is really, really good. But by half, by play it, I've been just watching him play. <laughs> uh, and you then. Know. Yeah, gave moral support. It's fun. It's actually very fun to watch him
1: play Resident Evil 4. <laughs> it's, that game is very, very good. That might be one of my favorite Resident Evil games. It's a
2: pretty absurd game. Yeah,
1: it's crazy. Uh, the other game I've been playing is kind of started off of uh, something you tweeted out a while ago. You did 52 movies uh, last year in 2018. I did
2: way more than 52.
1: But you had a list of like all the movies you yeah. saw in 2018. You tried to see a movie from 2018 in, in every week, I yeah. think, of 2018. I want to do that with games. Oh jeez, I know no. it sounds insane. No, it sounds insane. I've started it though. Uh, I've I've beaten Resident Evil Zero now, uh, the Messenger, and I, I kind of beat Messenger over break, so I don't think I can count that one. But uh, I started Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze.
0: That okay. game is incredible.
2: It is fun. I'm lucky if I finish like four games You're not games praising in a year. it high enough, Ben. It, it's, Stop. I, <laughs> he could say it's fun. <laughs> he could say it's fun. It's no Smash Ultimate or Mario Party. There you go. Anything.
1: Uh, no, it's, it's, I really, really like Hard as Nails uh, platforming mm-hmm. games, which Donkey Kong falls under. Uh, at least this one does. Though I know the last few games, they've kind of ramped up the difficulty. Uh, I really like it. I've I've been enjoying like the boss fights. The music has been amazing. Yes. If you uh, yes. listen to just like how you go through some of the levels, you can tell like enemies are bobbing there like up and down to the beat of each <laughs> of the levels, which is cool. Um, really interesting boss fights. There's just some clumsy platforming that I really don't like. Where if I jump in just the right way, or if I'm trying to drop down to a platform, like I'll turn or twist at just the wrong time and fall to my death. Mm. I don't know if this is just a consequence of. Did you ever play it on the Switch or play it on the Wii U?
0: No, I I played it on Wii U, but like very extensively. So, I I remember reviewing that game back when it first came out, and then, like, I bought it for myself to play through the entire thing again. Um, I don't remember having problems with controls like that. I do remember being like, I feel like all the companions besides Dixie are kind of useless. Yep. Like, why, why not... Just pick Dixie.
1: Did, okay, did the Wii U version have Cranky Kong as a partner? Yes, it did. Okay. They
0: added Funky in a Funky new mode. Yeah, it's supposed to be the easy mode, right, of the game? I don't know how Funky plays at all, because I haven't played it on Switch.
1: Yeah, it's, the platforming is awesome. Like, the minecart levels have all been really fun, Mm -hmm. the rocket ship levels have all been really fun. It's just like the minute trying to, like, jump precisely to a platform that's been messing with me. Uh, Are you playing with stick or D-pad? I'm playing with the sticks on the Joy-Con, which I mm-hmm. think might have something to do with it.
0: Maybe I used D-pad the entire time I played on. Wii it U just back feels in the day.
1: really weird playing with the D-pad on the Switch, but it's
0: a great mobile game. It's I can understand that. Yeah. yeah.
1: If you if you like platforming games and you want something mobile on the Switch, I recommend picking it up. Uh, just be prepared for some higher difficulty and maybe switching or swapping over to Funky Kong if you start
0: having oh, yeah. issues. Yeah, it's it is a challenging game, but it is like one of the best platformers I've ever played. In my
1: it life. reminds me of. In a different way, a bit of Rayman Legends. Yeah, and that's that's out. another
0: one of the best I've ever played in my life. Yeah, it was really
1: Rayman Legends is a amazing platformer. Mm-hmm. There's just something about this that is just it's almost there, but not quite for me.
0: Yeah, I gosh, when I, I reviewed Rayman Legends too, and I remember giving Rayman a 10 out of 10, and then this one, solely because I had just played Rayman Legends, a nine and a half. Okay. Because I felt like Rayman perfectly nailed everything it accomplished to do. This one felt like there was a couple of really, really small things that kept it from being completely perfect. But I gotta say, I love how every level in Donkey Kong is like its own unique idea. Yeah. Like, they don't recycle too much of anything. Or if they do, they find ways to make it feel fresh.
1: Each of the worlds usually has like a minecart level and a rocket level, but each one is different in, mi- like, in great ways. Like the oh, first yeah. one is like jungle, and then I think you move on to like the, the beach level is one of the ones I just finished, and i moved on to world five. Mm-hmm. I think there's six or seven worlds? I, th- I can't remember, but I think it's seven. Yeah, it's just, it's it's a lot of fun. The thing I like about platformers is just the ability to like, keep going. Yeah. But then there are some levels where I just kind of hit a brick wall and I feel like that stops all my momentum. Mm-hmm. And I think
0: that's what I, the issue I have with the game. How much of a completionist are you in these? With things
1: like Donkey Kong, not too crazy. Like, I haven't been trying to get all of the, the Kong letters. There's two kind of collectibles. There's uh, You can collect K-O-N-G uh, throughout the, mm-hmm. the levels. And those have been Classic. kind of cool. Those are usually more, um, like, platforming challenges. And then there's the puzzle pieces, which is more, like, hidden throughout the yeah. world. It's either, like... Find this area where you can collect all these bananas and you'll get the puzzle piece or defeat these enemies or throw this at a, at a wall that's slightly cracked and you can find it. If I ever have the desire to go back uh, and play the game again, I'll probably go through and try to collect all those pieces. Mm-hmm. But uh, other than that, it's, it's, been,
0: it's been pretty fun. I'm the kind of guy who will do my best to find everything the first time I go through a level. And if I, if I missed something and I knew I did, I will, like, die or whatever it takes to start over from the beginning of the level and do it on my first pass, so that was pretty aggravating at times mm-hmm. <laughs> because uh, there's some really tricky jumps in that, um, but it's one of those things where it, it always feels like it is your fault, at least for me. Maybe you feel differently, but it, it always felt like it was my fault when I died. I feel it, like, sound, it sounds like you're having some control issues, so you may not fully agree with it.
1: I feel it. like you're just telling me to get good. That's not... Sure, Ben. Sure. I, I, It's not what I I was going for at all. (laughs) I feel like you're just telling me to get good. Uh, and something that could probably help
2: me get good. I'll do it, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, get good.
1: Do it? I'll I'll say it, get good. So well something I think that could help me get good is something like Skillshare.
2: Segway! (laughs) This episode of
1: Glitch Please of is brought to you by Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community for creators with more than 25,000 classes in design, business, and more. Uh, I've actually really enjoyed their Photoshop classes. It's been great for uh, if I need to do something minute, uh, I do a lot of editing. Uh, so when I want to figure out how to pull something out of a photo or uh, just add to it or make it look like not as rough, Skillshare has been great. Uh, there's a lot that you can dive into and learn, whether it's just you're a beginner or uh, you want to learn something a little bit more advanced. Um, if you want to brush up on certain skills, Uh, you may have forgotten great for that as well. They have a wide variety of classes, so there's something for everyone from crafting your own personal brand to learning about how to better manage your finances. Skillshare has a class for just about everything. Skillshare is also super affordable. A uh, Premium membership is just less than $10 a month and gives you your uh, unlimited access. You can join the classes and communities that are just right for you and your new year goals. Whether you want to fuel your curiosity, creativity, or even career, Skillshare is the perfect place to keep you learning and thriving in 2019. Join more than seven million creators learning with Skillshare, the first 500 of our our viewers uh, to use the link below will get a two month free trial. Thanks to Skillshare for supporting this episode of Glitch Please. Just use that link down below. All right, you guys want to dive into some news? Let's do it. Do some news. All right. Uh, we got a, a bunch to dive into, so we're just going to get okay. right into it. Uh, first story is Anthem is going to have matchmaking for just about everything.
2: That's right. That game's still being made. Oh
1: yeah, it's coming out. <laughs> it's soon. That game comes out really soon. Oh really? Soon. It's like a, it's either I think February or March. I think it's end of February that game comes
2: they out. They say.
1: Yeah yeah. They we'll say. See. I don't. Do they, I think it's still I, I,
2: I want a Deadpool on the board here in the office of like number of like game breaking glitches this thing's going to have when it comes out.
0: Uh, we'll how how big of uh, a world is it supposed to be? Is it pretty open? Not big enough. <laughs> Not big enough.
1: <laughs> uh, it's supposed to be really, really big. Uh, they've been doing a lot of videos with IGN, uh, just like gameplay and whatnot of like the hub world and going out to different missions. Something I've kind of been checking out a little bit. It's starting to pique my curiosity because I'm, I'm a big very Destiny curious fan. about it. Mm-hmm. It's
2: just gonna be broken. Guaranteed.
1: We'll see. I'm, I'm hopeful because uh, for this, they've announced like matchmaking is going to be in everything. This comes from Ryan Gilliam at Polygon. Uh, Anthem is saying that there will be matchmaking for every activity in the game. Uh, this has been a bit of a contentious subject because something like in Destiny, there's not matchmaking for a lot of in-game activities. Like what?
2: Uh, so for instance, uh, there are. Oh, uh, you mean like the, the the like the random world events and that kind of thing?
1: There's like the the random world events doesn't have matchmaking, but there's also um, a lot of their in-game content lately and in DLC has been like horde mode activities. Uh. Uh, one of the big things was their Mars DLC. You had to uh, go out into the open world, activate the activity and you'd like go through these different like tiers of uh defeating enemies but there's no way to get people together unless uh, they're the oh yeah yeah world i know what you're
2: talking about with those team. ones because the raids they can do you do matchmaking.
1: there's guided teams which is i think a little bit different it's it's more in beta i've actually never used that and been playing destiny since launch oh. uh, for me it's usually like i have to get my friends together yeah yeah and I've it's always, it, you, i always did that too people will jump into the guided beta and you're, you, it's always iffy on if they're going to stick with you or not or if they're just going to drop out uh, but it seems like anthem's trying to circumvent that uh, and like they're saying you know it's going to be on by default, but it can be opted out at any time. So if you want to be a solo player, you can play it solo, but they recommend that you play with a party because that's usually what the
2: design is made for in that kind of game. Sucks so. if you're a loner. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Get friends. Get friends to play Anthem.
1: I think it's cool that they're supporting the game. I think it's cool mm-hmm. that they're, they're trying to get these early functionality. which would seem basic to a lot of people uh, into the game, but lately I feel like you know, things like Destiny have just not done that.
2: Is there gonna be a story to this game? Because it seemed like last time I checked in with this game, it was like, eh, it's not really much of a story. I have no idea. Yeah, that's they're, what I thought. Like, they were like, at like back at like, I mean, you remember like E3? They were super vague about everything. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering if it's gonna be very similar to Destiny, where it'll have like this sort of like
0: loose. You gotta go on lore and read the cards
2: <laughs> yeah. or whatever to get the lore and the story. Which is fine. Like Overwatch is a great example of a game that doesn't have actual like. It's just an FPS that has lore in there, and it still is very interesting. But Destiny's like the other side of it, like when Destiny 1 came out, where it was like, this is a really weird story and not really well done. So I'm curious if Anthem will have that. And not that it needs to, just wondering what they'll do. I think they'll have more of a story than at least Destiny launched with. We'll see.
1: Uh, from what I can tell so far, humanity humanity's like on the brink of extinction or something, and they're giant monsters, and you have an Iron Man suit of like five different varieties, including the Hulkbuster, and you go and punch monsters. Okay. Yeah, that's I'ma all I need. I'm going
2: to get it, probably, maybe, I don't know.
1: All right, well, <laughs> uh, we'll, just, we'll move on to the next story. Next story uh, is Epic Games is being sued again by a dancer or by a performer,
2: I Who should say. Who was the first one? Was it the Floss Kid or was it, uh, it was Fresh Prince? Fresh Prince Man. Al- what is his name? Alf- 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 Alfonso, Alfonso Ribeiro. Ribeiro? <laughs> so he was the first one. He opened the floodgates and now everyone's realizing they could do it too. Yeah. Yeah. So what's Epic? Which one are they suing for? So Epic, uh you know kind of started with
1: uh, Alfonso and a uh, backpack kid who did the floss dance. Yeah. Uh and now it, joining that growing list of viral performers is uh, the mother of Fortnite fan orange shirt kid is suing uh, Epic Games for the use of his grooves.
2: Uh Oh, he's the kid that did that?
1: Yes. This one's a little bit different though. It's a little interesting uh because he, they he submitted this as a submission for a game or for like a contest they were doing called the uh, Boogie Down Contest
0: for fans, Fortnite
1: for Fortnite for where fans could submit these you know like dance moves and then Fortnite would or Epic Games would decide which one gets put into the game. So wait, how how do you sue for that? Well, is there
0: not yeah? Is there not like a clause or something that says you can't sue us well, if we actually you know declare you a winner? Here's the thing: he wasn't declared the winner. Uh, What happened Uh, was... uh, But they
2: gotta still be able to be keepsies with it.
1: I think so. A massive player submitted dance moves uh, to be included in the game, and while he didn't win, a Change.org petition that hit almost 15,000 signatures launched his dance into the spotlight and garnered the attention of Epic Games enough to have them add it to the game. The lawsuit makes no mention of the Boogie Down contest or any of his viral tweets, which have now been deleted, but notes that the child is the victim of extreme cyberbullying, forcing him to deactivate his Instagram and YouTube accounts. Um, and something to note, uh, Forza yeah. Horizon 4 also quietly removed the Carlton and emotes from their game, uh, I think yesterday or two days ago.
2: That's just, this just speaks to, like, if you're, gonna, if you're going to procure something from another creator, contact them. And just, like, because that kid, <coughs> I guarantee you, if they had just gotten to that kid and been like, hey, here's... Five hundred dollars. Can we have your? Uh, we want to. We want to use your dance. We're going to put it in, and we'd like to give you a prize. The kid would have probably been like, "Yeah." Five hundred dollars. They would have not dealt with this. Even giving him like a grand. Well, the thing is, the kid was was super excited. That's what I'm saying. But but by doing that, then you can get them to sign a a, the right's a release. Yeah. And then you're you're good. You're good. I mean, it's just like I mean, it's on a very small degree. We do the same thing anytime we ever use like. Fan art for anything, like on merch and that kind of thing, we we contact them and, and get them to sign a release. We pay mm-hmm. them like an artist should be paid, and then that's it's done. So there's no problem with this. I wonder how much of this is, like, I mean, it's
1: definitely the mom, you know, that's like, oh, we can probably make some uh, money off of this. That's definitely the mom. The, I yeah. wonder how the kid feels about it, though.
0: Because <laughs> he, I'm or sure. if he's, he's being bullied, I'm he's sure he's probably he more so the Yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, bullying this, is way more of a problem in your kid
0: than lack of money. Yes. <laughs> this sounds like an underdog story, like in a, an inspirational sports movie or something. If you then continued the story, and then that underdog hero then became the villain. hmm That's kind of how this reads a little bit. So <laughs> syndrome.
1: Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm interested to see how this is going to play out specifically with this. I think Epic Gra- or Epic Games kind of
0: has a, you know, some. they they can stand alone. They on can this probably fight and, that you know, way with it. Uh, we'll see. I'm wondering where the cyberbullying comes from. I mean, I, I know kids because the internet just, sucks. They'll just make fun of people yes. for anything. The yep. internet's terrible. But here's
1: the problem: even if you know they win this lawsuit,
0: the bullying's not going to go away. Never read comments. Games. Never yeah. ever read comments of anything. Just don't. Yeah, it's, that's usually number one rule of the internet. Yeah, it's bad. But still, I mean, if you Fortnite is like that kid's generation's. Pokemon or whatever, right? And whatever they're and they they're have. just terrible, terrible children playing that game that are just mean.
2: <laughs> so if those no, terrible, terrible children are playing that game and are mean, they're gonna go onto the social media and just continue to be terrible, terrible children. And we've seen it happen other other times with like you know
1: viral kids that go viral. Yeah. And then the bullies kind of descend on them without the internet is, but
2: yeah. Don't ever read comments on anything. All right. Ever moral of the story? Yeah. Well, all right, well, this next story, I think
1: uh, you're especially going to be really excited, Nick. I'm uh, going to
2: be more excited. Really? Well, just right. out, we'll of, a out, of, out of spite. That's spite. <laughs> well, what fuels half of my decisions in life.
1: Nintendo Online uh, has some has had some data mining uh, done to it. And I did it. Apparently... <laughs> there are some Super Nintendo games coming down the
0: line. No, yeah. not old games on a new console. Well, hey,
2: <laughs>
1: Nintendo's been horrible with their uh, emulators being added they to like, new have consoles. have been,
0: man. It's frustrating. And right. I would
1: be so excited to see the Super Nintendo games come to this.
0: I would too, especially because I never owned a Super Nintendo growing up, so that's kind of like- You're even a fake things. Nintendo fan. Just yes, kidding. Nick, the fake yeah. Nintendo fan. <laughs>
2: I just bought a Switch.
0: <laughs> no, like, I, that's the console to where, like, when Wii came out, I was really excited for a lot of reasons, but one of them being I could download Super Nintendo games. I could re-experience those. Um, didn't really do that so much on Wii U, but with Switch being portable, I really want to have a retro library I can take with me anywhere. Yep. And so the NES games they have been putting out are fine, but come on, I need a little bit more value than just some old games like that. These games, the li- I saw the list, it's and a good list. if it's true, it's really exciting to me because if I'm not mistaken, um, they have Yoshi's Island on there, and that's a game that they never ported in Wii or Wii U or anything like that before outside of like the Game Boy Advance version Yoshi's of it. which fun. is fun. Yeah, which I, I want the Super yeah. Nintendo version of that.
1: Well, let's dive into the list. Uh, this comes from Cappuccino Heck, a modder that likes to focus on the Nintendo side of things. Uh, he tweeted a list of Super Nintendo games found in Nintendo online files this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, the list includes Super Mario Kart, Super Soccer, Legend of Zelda a Link to the Past, Demon's Crest, Yoshi's Island, yes. Stunt Race FX, Kirby's Dream Course, Poppin' Twin My favorite. Star Fox, <laughs> Contra 3, Kirby Superstar, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, Kirby's Dream Land 3, Super Metroid, Super Mario World, Pilot Wings, F-Zero, Star Fox 2, which in parentheses put LOL, because that was on the Super Nintendo uh, yep. Mini, yep. Uh, and uh, Super Punch-Out, The Legend of the Mystical Ninja, Super Mario All-Stars, and Breath of Fire 2. And while there haven't been any offerings for Super Nintendo games for Nintendo Online, uh, they recently announced Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link and Blaster Master are coming to that service. Uh,
0: yeah, but, but who cares anymore mm-hmm. when
1: right.
2: Super Nintendo is potentially on the way? You read that like that's one game. Zelda 2: The you Adventure of Link. Link and Blaster Master.
1: And Blaster Master. I Adventure remember that game. Link, Link and Blaster. Blaster Master is great. It's the best game. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's interesting this news is breaking now because usually in January, Nintendo will have a big Direct lining yeah. out like, hey, here's everything in 2019 or
2: this year that we're doing. So excited they're going to put Super Ghouls and Ghosts on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Love that game. Love that game. Super fun to play. It's terrible. It's, Super Ghosts and Ghosts is a great game. It's terrible. It's you just, are so wrong. It's Dark Souls before Dark Souls was Dark Souls. That was a great arcade <laughs> and game.
0: people love Dark Souls for being Dark Souls. I hate it. okay. okay. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> Super
2: no. Ghosts and Ghosts is just a game that was hard just to be hard.
1: You just want your Yoshi's Island and your Pokemon Let's Go. I don't care about Yoshi's Island, it's fine.
2: <laughs> I've already
0: played it. I had a Super Nintendo. John, That is one it, heck please. of a starting list though. If that's true. That's really a really, that's really, really strong list. Excited yeah, it, it about Pilot Wings?
2: Get that pilot wings in there.
0: Oh yeah, you know it. Yeah, a top game. I played Pilot Wings. Give me but that Super Nintendo there, demo. Wasn't there, wasn't there Pilot game. Wings on 64? Yeah. yeah pilot Wings 64. Yeah, I played that too. That was good. It, but yeah, they like, made Pilot Wings for 3DS too, if, if I'm not mistaken. How is that one. I that don't that. know. <laughs> I don't know. Because I've played them. i played two of those three we I just bet it's mentioned. one of those
1: games that sells really well in Japan or something like that. And that's mm-hmm. why it's still going. I don't know. Like, Link to the Past is a great game. Yoshi's Island. Yep. Uh, Kirby's Dreamline 3. Super Metroid. Super Mario World.
0: Especially. It's got Twin They got, twin they got Mario know. World and All Stars in there. That excites me.
1: Yeah. Those, all of these are great games. And like, I would definitely go back, especially if they're going to be free, like all of the Nintendo
2: games have been. Free. $20 a year. I know. I like Super Nintendo because there's an entire console that, in order to make the new game for that console, they just put the word Super in front of the games. was mm-hmm. great. Then you know what con- what console it was for. Hey, what what, what console was Super Mario World on? <laughs> you know? in 64 What was Super Mario All-Stars, you know? It was just there. Yeah. Super yeah. Ghouls and Ghosts. Super Punch-Out. It's good. So would you rather have them working on Super
1: Nintendo games for the Nintendo online service, or actually fix and implement matchmaking on the Switch?
0: Uh... Fix matchmaking on the Switch. Matchmaking for, like, Everything,
1: like voice chat, uh, every game known to man that they've put out so far. Stop doing this
0: and add Bluetooth to the goddamn console. That's actually the next game. Stop doing this and add Bluetooth. (laughs) It's up there with Lincoln Master Blaster. Yeah. (laughs) If I'm not mistaken, I don't think this is in your notes for it, at least not that I saw, but um, one thing I saw commonly reported alongside this was that There were things that kind of pointed to two other emulators, potentially being... Yeah, I saw that as well.
2: Sega Genesis and Sega CD.
0: Yeah, the Nintendo (laughs) consoles. Or is it Nintendo 64 and GameCube finally? Nah, I'm pretty sure it's Sega
2: CD. (laughs) You sure about that, John? I want to play Sonic CD. That
0: would be great. Not going to
2: lie, I would too. Sonic CD on the Switch, come on. Who doesn't want to play that?
0: I don't think you need to port the entire... Emulator to switch for that. I They're think gonna you start can just with like they've ported that game to Steam. They're man. gonna
2: start with Sonic oh, Adventure Battle Two. Do you want to know where I played Sonic CD? I played it on a PC because mm. it was a PC ported, and I had a little little controller on my old PC. Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited. Uh, I'm sure the first
1: GameCube emulator game will be uh, Resident Evil Zero for me, and I can just relive my nightmare. <laughs> but uh, no, that be really cool. Never to touch again. <laughs> never again. You Unless I, play I get it again for free. on Switch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, on Switch. My mobile nightmare. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's really really cool though. I really hope that they finally get off the ground with uh, you know an emulator for the Switch, playing all of these other games. Mm-hmm. It'd be great. Uh, next story: Epic Games Store now has a refund policy to match Steam's. Uh, coming from ONS Good at Polygon, Epic Games has updated its refund policy and now is the exact same as Steam's. No question asked refunds within two weeks of purchase or less than two hours <laughs> played. They're working on tools to allow players to fill out a form for filing and receiving funds, as opposed to their current method, which involves opening up a, with, or a ticket with Epic Game support. A typic. That's what they're going to call their version of it. Um, Sergey Galiokin, I'm going to assume I got that correct. He's the director of publishing strategy for Epic Games. Also reported a feature they are working on to include user reviews with a solution against review bombing. They're kind of vague about about that. Um, This coming right on the heels of the Better Business Bureau giving them an F rating for complaints involving (laughs) unauthorized or improper charges (laughs) and poor response to customers resolving their accounts.
2: (laughs) That's pretty bad. How do you feel about it? That's pretty bad. The rest I don't care about, but it's pretty funny to hear that they got an F rating on complaints well I mean, you might, you're, you're, a, something. you're a brand new service that is competing with the king of this service so you need to be on your best behavior and outdoing them everywhere and they get an f on the part of their company that interacts with upset customers i
1: think they had something like 250 <laughs> unanswered tickets or something like that It was like one the the stat they gave
2: not a b not a c and f it's pretty bad
1: but it seems like they're taking steps to try to. They like, got. Pull it. Together their store. Well, they're new and like they're they're growing so fast. Like, um, Division Two is going to be only on Epic Game Store. It's not going to be on Steam. Uh, they have to pull their shit together if they really, really want to and succeed. Now, if Division Two sucks, I can get it refunded immediately. <laughs> or you know maybe not if they go well, it goes unanswered. Or within two
0: hours, or two weeks, whichever yeah. one happens first.
1: That'd be cool. I'm I'm really glad to see a service like Epic Games or just something to compete against Steam. Yeah, because
0: Lord knows they need a competitor, or we're the ones who really need Steam yeah. to have a competitor. And So um, it's good to see that Epic Games is, you know, trying to turn around the things that aren't working so well and uh, really trying to be that competitor. So if anybody can do it, it's probably them. They seem like they're really, from what I'm hearing anyway, giving it their, their honest-to-God best try. They're, yeah, they're doing something. You're doing something right. <laughs> Aiming for that let's, A let's hope. better be at this Aiming for a D at this point.
1: <laughs> uh, It'd be well. an improvement. Well, uh, next story, Uh, Gamestop buyout is expected to be finalized next month. Uh, This is coming from Wall Street Journal. Gamestop may be looking at a buyout to help stabilize its current financial situation. Supposedly two companies are trying to get a piece of that Gamestop pie, uh, Sycamore Partners and Apollo Global Management, with a rumored buyout happening by the end of February 2019, next month. Uh, Gamestop had a third quarter loss of $488 million last year.
0: That's a lot of money. A
1: lot of money. Yeah, they're not doing too well. It's not doing too well. I don't, I honestly don't know how, I, mean, I do, but I don't know how GameStop is still in business. Uh, it's, it, they rely a lot on hardware sales, but I mean, I know that the internet infrastructure across America isn't great, but I've moved all digital and I haven't had to walk into a GameStop or do a midnight release in three or four
2: years now. It's, honestly, like, it's yeah, like whenever amazing. whenever I'm looking at like a strip mall and I'm like, I see like a shoe repair shop, I'm like, how do you stay in business? What are, you, what? <laughs> and what, then you, you look over you and there's a GameStop. Your, yeah, how are you paying for your rent? <laughs> Who's that attached to shoes? Yeah. Or so Specific I, shoes. Yeah. I don't know. If you're that attached to them, why are you wearing them? It's, it's brick and mortar game stores. It's no, it's, we don't, it's, it's done. It's done. Sorry. It's done. I definitely think going,
1: uh, you know, just into the future, they're, they're going to be going away.
2: I don't even know how Barnes and Noble is still around. Like, they're still big old honking stores. Their competitor, like Borders, closed. Yeah, Borders is gone. And
1: now it's just Barnes and Noble, and it's GameStop is kind of the only non-mom-and-pop game store. In a world where Sears is closing, what does GameStop hope for? I, if, if something like GameStop closed, and then digital like marketplaces could manipulate and lower their prices. They already do with deals that you can just sit in your living room and, like, purchase. But if it's something like, hey, here's a digital game that we don't have to ship and put on a disc and send out to, you know, across
2: America or across the world. Mm-hmm. You can just buy this online. Maybe you can get it for $50 yeah, or $60. Yeah, but even if GameStop goes away, games are still sold in Best Buys and in Targets and in Walmarts.
0: And, and those stores like, that's don't that's need true. to rely on just games to survive. That's the same, though. Is that yeah. the, the,
2: the, the physical copy will, will stay. Yeah. I'm but not going to lie. I completely forgot for Walmart was a thing. Walmart. <laughs> It's got a
1: good serial section. All right, well, <laughs> next story. You know. uh, Red Dead Redemption 2's Pinkerton agents are at the center of a lawsuit. This comes from uh, Audie Robertson at The Verge. Security company Pinkerton has demanded royalties for using its name in the game Red Dead Redemption 2. Pinkerton sent Take-Two Interactive a cease and desist letter over the characters of Andrew Milton and Edgar Ross, a pair of Pinkerton agents and major antagonists in the game. Now, Take-Two is suing to have the characters declared fair use, arguing that they are part of Red Dead Redemption 2's detailed historical setting. Uh, Pinkerton argues that Rockstar is trading on the goodwill associated with the company's trademarks, creating false impressions that the game is connected to Pinkerton. Take-Two defends itself, saying that Uh, Pinkerton agents appear in plenty of other series, including the TV show Deadwood, 1980s film The Long Riders, and 2010 game Bioshock Infinite, which didn't have this issue. Red Dead 2, of course, sold 17 million copies within two weeks of release, which is probably the glaring reason for the lawsuit. Uh, Getting a word in, Take-Two declared historical fiction, television, movies, plays, books, and games would suffer greatly if trademark claims like Pinkerton's could even possibly succeed. Pinkerton cannot use trademark law to own the
0: past. I think Pinkerton's winning this one. I don't think so either. Not no, 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 they're not. They're not. This
2: is this is this is dumb use of time and energy and finances. I feel like they saw this and they're like, "Well,
1: if Carleton
2: can sue <laughs> Epic Games, surely we can take some of that." That's what they saw. They saw it was like, "Oh man, they made a lot of money off of those Cowboy Boys, and so we'd like some of that Cowboy money." So, money, please. Yeah. That's what they did. Yeah. And they're being stupid. I don't think he's gonna say no. They're wasting everybody's yeah. time.
1: Yeah, I feel like we see this with, with games. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but anytime someone is like, oh, can I get a little bit of this game that made a lot of money? Yeah. Like, here's a loose connection. That like uh, Lindsay
0: really Lohan good. and GTA V. Yeah. yeah,
1: although I thought, I
0: thought
2: yeah,
1: it, that's a whole other thing. But... Did Ellen Page ever win her lawsuit?
2: I don't know. What was her lawsuit? They used her character and basically... What was that one game? Was it Last of Us that, they, that she sued or was it another game? I'm gonna look it up. It was a,
1: Ellen um, Page lawsuit. Ellen Page's naughty dog ripped off her likeness for *The Last of Us*. There you go. Yeah, I don't know what came of that, but uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, all right, next news story: Bungie and Activision have split, uh, hitting late last week and reported <laughs> just about in every gaming news outlet in existence. Bungie and, Bungie and Activision have split, reportedly amicably. Uh, Some backstory, back in 2010 Bungie sold its Halo rights to Microsoft and shifted its focus to Destiny under the umbrella of Activision as publisher. This was to be a 10-year partnership, but the developer has clarified that the 10-year roadmap was never concrete. Looking ahead, we're excited to announce plans for Activision to transfer publishing rights for Destiny to Bungie. Uh, With our remarkable Destiny community, we are ready to publish on our own, while Activision will increase their focus on owned IP projects," Bungie said. The planned transition process is already underway in its early stages, with Bungie and Activision both committed to making sure the handoff is as seamless as possible. Um, Jason Schreier over at Kotaku had uh, some really interesting input on this, Mm -hmm. uh, tweeting out soon after the news broke, uh, This has been coming for years. Activision and Bungie have had a rocky relationship since before Destiny 1 even shipped. It's also incredible news for those of us who love Destiny and want to see it thrive. Uh, At today's meeting announcing the news, Bungie staff cheered loudly. Uh, Can't (laughs) overemphasize how happy they are not to just get away from Activision, but have a game that they now completely own. Imagine a Destiny free from Activision's restrictive annualized schedule. Uh, Of course, we saw that Activision wasn't too happy with how Destiny performed uh, when Forsaken uh, released and and just the numbers there. But, uh,
0: what do you guys think? Well, um, good news for the the staff at Bungie, I guess. They seem to be really happy about it. I'm just wondering who's going to try to acquire them next, because I have to think probably Microsoft and Sony are both... Somebody over in both companies is kind of eyeing them, wondering if there's a deal that can be made there.
1: I've heard rumors from both. Uh, But they've just been rumors. It's, Mm -hmm. I don't know, if Sony bought Bungie and they became a Sony exclusive thing, I think their fans would riot. I think Bungie fans would be really, really upset. Microsoft, they could possibly see it because they've purchased other studios and then been like, hey, we're still going to allow this on other platforms. You Mm -hmm. know, things like Minecraft. Minecraft,
0: exactly. uh, And then, uh, (sighs) of course, it's Microsoft, so having games on PC is a no-brainer. Sure. So,
1: Yeah. I think it's really good. I'll be interested to see what this means down the line on, on how much Activision supported Bungie and what this is going to mean going forward, whether it's going to be a drought in content while they're trying to shuffle things around or if they'll be able to kind of just keep it going uh, and just kind of slowly, steadily funnel stuff into Destiny 2 and maybe steer away from some of like the Eververse transactions and kind of mm-hmm. go from there. Yep. Yeah, it'll we'll be good. Uh, and then, last story, which I assume you might have a lot to say about. Sure. Uh, EA has cancelled the open world Star Wars game and apparently replaced it with a smaller scale project. Uh, the open world Star Wars game, once worked on by Visceral Games until their are and then shifted to EA Vancouver in 2017, has reportedly been cancelled. This comes from Jason Schreier once again over at Kotaku. According to several people familiar with the project, uh, it was codenamed Orca. The game was in very early development stages, but involved playing as a scoundrel or bounty hunter who could explore various open world planets and work with different factions across the Star Wars universe. EA's top decision makers looked at their roadmap and decided that a smaller scale Star Wars project aimed for late 2020 would perform better. Uh, Jason Further says, and I'm paraphrasing here, go check out his article on Kotaku, uh, to EA's credit, the publisher did not lay off anyone as part of this transition. Uh, at a time of cost-cutting across the industry for major pu- publishers like EA and Activision, um, some of the studio hope that the project might be restarted after this new project is finished.
0: Has, besides the two Battlefront games, has there been any significant Star Wars game released under EA? Absolutely not.
1: There's apparently There's Respawn... been more games canceled than released at this point. Yeah, they, and they've had this license since 2013, I think, and...
0: In five years! We haven't seen a good Star Wars in game! In half a decade, you can't put out more than two games? Just one that isn't like a loot box filled... Yeah, exactly. Extravaganza. Like, I, I should say a game that is actually received very positively by fans, as a Star Wars game should be.
1: Yeah. The the I know uh, yeah, Respawn, the Los Angeles-based studio responsible for Titanfall uh, is making a Star Wars game called Jedi Fallen Order and that's scheduled for fall 2019. We'll see how that goes.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a little late in the game hopefully to cancel that one, but
1: yeah, we'll what, see. What I, I don't think it will words? be, but
0: it's just that
1: that and this supposedly like smaller scale project that will launch in 2020 And then maybe we see this open-world game launch back up. It sounds cool. It sounds like a really really awesome game
2: Yeah, it, it sounds probably, ambitious. like I think we're like in an era right now where it it Simultaneously rocks and sucks to be a hardcore Star Wars fan <laughs> um, I'm a, I'm a big Star Wars fan, but I don't ride on Star Wars as like my main franchise that I love or like my my number one thing I look for in the year So it sure. doesn't hurt me as much when stuff like this happens or something like, like you know, gets canceled, or, uh, or it comes out is not as good as people hoped. Um, so it's like you've tempered your expectations as a Star Wars fan. Oh, with EA alone, you temper. it's like it's almost like I've resigned myself. Like as long as EA owns the rights, we just won't get a good Star Wars game. You just like come to that, like the stages of acceptance. I'm at. A, I'm. I'm all the way there. Of like, no, just not going to get one. And so we'll just focus on other good games. Just like uh, I've accepted that we will not be getting a good like Marvel game ever that's like a big ol', uh, like, other than, uh, uh, what was the one that was like that third-person perspective one that had, like, a million oh, uh, characters? Oh, Ultimate Alliance? That was fun. Got a new one of those coming out on Switch. That was fun. That's fun game. Um, but like, there's gonna, not going to be like a good X Men game. It's not going to be a good like. Uh, you don't know that, John. One in, day, I believe. You know, Avengers game or anything like that. A lot um, of rumors flying around. But then, when it happens, I'll be so wonderfully surprised. And so, when a, when a good Star <laughs> Wars game comes out, I'll be because I used to play a ton of Star Wars games. There was, like an era where like Lucas Arts was just releasing like amazing oh, Star the Wars. Fr- the, fr- the old Battlefront. Old Battlefront games. and uh, the the Jedi so Knight good. games and that kind of thing. They were great. Um played those like crazy. Um and then it just stopped. Yeah. <laughs> so like I've played both battlefronts, they're both like fine. The, the new ones? Yeah. Yeah. The new the, ones. That was
0: kind of my reaction to like I got they're the first one from free. And I was like eh. I'm, if I'm being like
2: like okay. brutally honest, they're kind of boring. Yeah. Um especially after like playing them through a few times. Like there's uh there's just not a lot that draws me to them. And so uh, EA is just trash with the Star Wars like even the people who like like Andy who's one of our biggest Star mm-hmm. Wars nerds here at the office He himself like just if if he found a genie's lamp his first wish before curing the world of like hunger Would be to remove the Star Wars rights from EA <laughs> like that's all he would do And well, so he,
0: he may not have to do that because uh, how long was this EA Disney deal supposed to last? I don't know because uh, I, yeah, I if I'm Disney at this point I'm looking at another thing getting canceled, and I'm probably wondering if it's worth letting them continue holding that license. Like, at what point do you revoke it and just be like, "Here, somebody else have this"? I mean, Disney with their Star Wars rights
2: across the board are really trying to reassess things with mm-hmm. like the uh, throttling of release schedules for the movies and that kind of thing. I think they have uh, over uh, extended themselves and and over expected how much they could cash in on the Star Wars IP um, at the certain rate that they're doing it. And um, that's not even the case. The games were like, they're not doing it too much. They just haven't been able to figure out like how to make a good Star Wars game with whoever owns the rights right now. EA's just not delivering it. And I just don't know if Disney has a clear uh, plan on how to fix any of that.
1: Just just have to find a good publisher that they can throw. Sure. Them, figure it out. I, like I know, uh, so I looked up some of these stats. Uh, change.org had a petition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Devolver, Devolver Digital. Of course they chime
0: in. Like, hey, of course they give us win. a shot. Star Wars. I say just just finish the original Battlefront three. It was almost finished. It looked incredible. Short of like you know the early performance issues and stuff mm-hmm. like that, then you could probably just iron out. Yeah, I know. That's the I'd, game I want to play.
1: There was a change.org petition from six months ago that, or months ago, that closed at two hundred fifteen thousand signatures uh, for just Ooh. please get this license out of EA's hands. Uh, and then rumor <laughs> has had it over kind of the last year that Disney is not happy with how EA is
0: handling. The they can't year. be, and they're going to they be. They can't be. I, they might just take it soon and give it to someone else. So I don't know what would that would take got, on the back. You got end. two finished games, and then one that is supposed to come out later this year, but hey, anything can happen. Anything can get canceled. And just rolling cancellations for every mm-hmm. other game that they've announced since then. It
1: sucks to hear. I, it, I, I'm kind of like you, I'm not super torn up about it. It would've been nice to have a Star Wars game coming out soon, yeah. but man, I would love to have an open world Star Wars game.
2: Yeah, I, I mm-hmm. would, especially considering Battlefront is just a fast paced first person shooter that's like almost horde mode style, um, which is a game style I don't really enjoy and I'm not really good at. And so I, it's, it doesn't have a lot of replay value for me. <laughs> and I'm sure there's a lot of people doesn't have replay value for um, a lot of people like it. I will totally say I'm my opinion is definitely not the, the 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 norm. There's a lot of people who do like it, um, but. Yeah, give me something that's more like uh, a single-player narrative or even an open-world kind of game or, or something like that. Uh, something that is more like living in the world of Star Wars yeah. as opposed to just random, fast-paced, quick, like, little matches in, an F- in a first-person shooter game. Yeah, um, Like, you've got this entire world and all this narrative content and characters, like, what if we use them, you <laughs> no,
0: know? No, It's unheard of, John. It can't happen. Man, while we're talking about canceled games, really quick, if you're watching this, then, uh, by the time you're seeing this, top ten games you'll never get to play just came out on Rooster Teeth. And there may or may not be some Star Wars on it. I wouldn't be surprised. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've seen a lot
1: of articles lately about, about just games that were announced and just kind of, like, just disappeared into existence, like Thanos snapped out of here.
2: Games yep. are special like that. I, don't th- I can't think of very much media that's very much like that. <laughs> that as, just... as, as consistently like doing that as games do. Obviously, there's movies that get announced and then just yeah, stay in pre-production the entire time. But It
0: seems like once a movie kind of gets going, you can't stop it very it's easily. Also it's also a smaller machine than,
2: than mm-hmm. uh, I think, games. The game. There's so much uh, yeah. that goes into making a game
0: that... I mean, there's a lot that goes into make a movie. I don't know. Is, is a game, you think, a smaller machine than a movie? I think it depends, it depends on the game. It depends on the movie. Yeah, Also. probably. <laughs>
2: yeah, and the game. Well, also. yeah, one dude made Stardew Valley, Valley but uh, I'm sure everyone working on Battlefront was a ton of people yeah. and over mm-hmm. a lot of time. Whole office. So we were definitely
1: hitting the ground running 2019 with news, but that's all I got. Oh, yeah.
2: Let's yeah. go. Let's go. All
1: right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to Glitch. Please stick around for the uh, post-show, New Game Plus. We'll see you next time. Later. All right.